If you're joining us online, we're glad that you're here. It's a sweet day to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? And I believe God has prepared a, a word for us, uh, for our hearts, uh, as we continue our Kingdom Seekers series. I've got, um, I've got a several announcements that I'm actually going to make next Sunday. So some special things I'm going to be sharing with you next week. So come and be a part of that. But God has saved the very best for right now. Would you welcome Vonda Coble? Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm not going to make anybody repeat it just like Pastor G. We call him Pastor G. Where's Pastor G? Are you still in here? Where are you? All right. Just need to know where you are. Not like I'm keeping up or anything. But anyway, good morning, everyone. Are you ready to stand the word and stand and speak the word of God? Yes. Uh, well, let's get to it. Hop on those feet. We are going to be reading this morning from Matthew 6, 25 through 34. And so what I'd like for you to do is to read with expression. You're going to see a lot of different punctuation. And you all know if there's a question mark, I should hear a little bit of slight of, huh? Okay. And if there's an exclamation mark, it should be done with some power. Okay. Are we ready to read with expression? Here we go. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away any. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is where will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so very much for your word. Thank you so very much for your love, for your mercy and grace that were new for us this morning. I just pray, dear Lord, that you would open up our ears so that we can hear the word that you have specifically for each and every one of us this morning. Open up our eyes so that we can see exactly what it is that you have for us and our everyday lives and open up our hearts, dear Heavenly Father, so that when we hear and we see what it is that you have for us, that we will have a mushy heart that is able to move and obedience to what you're asking of us. Dear Heavenly Father, take what 
is needed away from me, decrease, allow me to decrease so that you can increase and your children, your people hear exactly what it is that you have to say. We thank you. We honor you. We are blessed to be your people and your children. And in Jesus' name, we all say amen. amen. You did a great job reading with expression. That was wonderful. We're going to go ahead and just dive in. Is that okay with you? Wonderful. As I was preparing um, for this message this morning, um, I saw a word, and that was the very first word that actually was through the message in 25, and that word was therefore. Now, let me just go ahead and warn you, I am not the smartest one in the bunch, okay? The Lord has given me wisdom, and I try to use that as much as I can, but I'm not really the smartest so I look up words because words are important, wouldn't you say? And so when this passage started with the word, therefore, I went, mm, interesting. Does anybody in here know what the word therefore means? Tell me. After everything I just said, okay. What else? Because, okay. Anybody else? Didn't hear it. That's it? All right, no worries. I looked it up. Good old Webster told me that therefore means for that reason, because of that. So that was a lot that we just read, but I guess we need to know what the reason is. Yeah? That's what I thought. So I went to 24, and 24 says, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. For that reason, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Now, that sounds a bit different, doesn't it? Sounds a bit different. So as I looked at that sentence, for that reason, I tell you, well, first of all, I know that Jesus is talking. Well, the red letters, you know, kind of let me know that, okay? I also know that the word I is a pronoun, so Jesus is saying he's the one who's talking. So he is talking to us, and he is saying that we cannot serve both God and money. So for that reason, he says, do not worry about your life. Now, I know about the word do and not. I also know about your and life, my and life. So I looked up the word worry. Now, you all, I was very intrigued by the, by the words that I read, <laughs> okay? You might be as well, okay? I also know that a word can have different meanings. However, buckle up. Worry. Choke, strangle, right? <laughs> to harass by tearing, biting, or snapping, especially at the throat. To shake or pull at with the teeth. To touch or disrupt, disturb something repeatedly. To change the position of or adjust by repeated pushing or hauling. To assail with rough or aggressive attack or treatment. Torment. I'm not 
not done. To subject to persistent or nagging attention or effort. To afflict with mental distress or ag- agitation, make anxious. Now, I wasn't worried when I found out the word worry, but after I read about the word worried, I was a little worried. <laughs> I was like, Lord, (laughs) that's not what I thought worry meant. Okay? I'm going to read it again. Choke, strangle. Harass by tearing, biting. Shake or pull. Disturb something repeatedly. Pushing or hauling. Adjust by repeated to assail. Does anybody in here know what the word assail means? Oh, wonderful. Tell me, what does the word mean? Okay. Well, listen, I didn't know what it meant, just like the rest of y'all didn't know, just he did, okay? (laughs) And when I looked up the word, guess what it says? To attack violently. To assail, to attack violently with rough or aggressive attack or treatment, torment? Afflict with mental distress or agitation. Is it just me? You know what? It probably is. It's just me. I worry about a lot of things. I'm worried about my children at school. I'm worried about, uh, does this lipstick match my outfit? I worry about all kinds of things. I worry about, we got to get a new car. I worry about all these people moving into Smyrna. (laughs) I worry, but I did not know that I was choking my own brain out. That hit me. And I thought to myself, no wonder Jesus said, y'all don't worry about your life. Really simple, right? When you read it, He's like, this is simple. Don't worry about your life. Yes, Jesus, sure. No. He's telling us not to worry because he knows what worry actually does. And for lack of better words, you are committing suicide in your mind. Because we're worried about things. What does worry do? Worry damages your body. You all, we have an amazing flesh, okay? It truly is. The way that the Lord put us together is just amazing. But what we think, there's so much stuff that happens right here. And if you're stressed out, you're fearful, you're anxious, you're worried, do you know that you can affect the inside of your bodies? Now look here for just a second, all of you all push pause. I'm speaking over here to my young people. You're right here, you're right here. Listen to me, young people. You got some years, okay? You're young. Your flesh is doing real good. It can jump, it can hop, it can run fast, all this kind of good stuff, right? Okay. But the thing that you're doing, you're doing something to your body and it's starting here. And in 10 years, in 20 years, in 30 years, you may be affecting the insides of your body and you don't even know it. 
Pay attention now. You can eat everything you want to. That's great. That's wonderful, okay? It's going to catch up with you. Same thing with your mind. Because I am tiptoeing into 50 this year. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm going there, okay? But I realize that some of the things that are happening to my flesh now is because of worrying that I've done through the years. Not good for us. Do you know that it can also affect your thoughts? It consumes our thoughts. And interesting enough, just like the devil, because you do know he is our enemy, let's not get it twisted, we know who we fight against. What he has done now is he has said, you know what, don't worry about all that other stuff. Just <laughs> Oh my gosh, I gotta send that to her. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. I gotta send that to Kevin. <laughs> right? Because I don't want to choke my brain out, so I put it aside, but then I just do this. And next thing I know, Jesus is 10 o'clock. I started at eight, but because I did not want to worry, I did something else. So worrying causes us not to be productive. We can't do anything because we're constantly thinking about this and that. I'm worried about this. And we don't usually say it with our lips because it's happening here. Do you know that it can cause you to uh, negatively interact with other flesh? Okay, y'all didn't get it. You can, you can treat other people ugly because you're worried about stuff. Okay? Because you can't control your flesh because you're so worried and you're not living through the spirit but you're living through the flesh. Next thing you know, you're in arguments with people. But you're the one who's been carrying the worry. Do you know that that affects your relationships with people? Yeah? It affects how we treat people. And then it affects how we trust God. Because we're constantly choking out our brain, committing suicide in our own mind, because we're worried about this, worried about that, worried about that, worried about this. How's this going to go? How's this going to turn out? What's this going to do? How's this constantly worrying? Do you know that there's a difference between worry and concern? Yes. Wonderful. The difference between worry is you just sit there thinking. Concern causes you to do something. It's not that you have, you're not thinking about them, but when you're concerned, you get in, you do something. You go ahead and you go pray for that sister. You go ahead and you go pray for that brother. You go ahead and you go try to fix something. Concern causes you to move. Worry, you just sitting there thinking about it. No wonder Jesus said, don't worry about your life. So here we are. What are we going to do? What do we do? Because we worry. And you do know that it says you cannot serve which 
means to be a servant to, okay? To serve means to be a servant to. So we cannot be a servant to both God and money. But let's just be real. Y'all know I'm old school. I like to keep things real, real. We can substitute the word money for a lot of things. You cannot both be a servant to the Lord and be a servant to cars. You cannot both be a servant to God and be a servant to my children. You do know you could put your children in the wrong spot, parents. We cannot both serve God and serve I always need to be right in arguments. Oh, 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 are we getting there? Are we getting somewhere? We cannot both serve God and serve me getting my nails and my eyelashes done every two weeks. We cannot, let's just keep it real, 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 real. We cannot serve both God and my own desires. Right? When you say? Okay. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and yourself. For that reason, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Or should I say, do not choke your brain out. Well, <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> what do we do, you ask? Well, I've got an answer for you. And actually, the answer didn't come from me because it's written in red, right? It says here, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well therefore for that reason do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own now you all Jesus is talking to us he is talking to us when he says this. He's not talking to the world. He's talking to us. How do I know this? Because in 32, it says the pagans also search after these things. So he's talking to Christians. Do not worry about tomorrow, but seek ye first. Well, you know, I'm a words person, so I'm looking up the word seek. And seek means to focus. Focus on God. Focus on what he is asking you to do. Focus on what he is calling you to do. So if we're going to seek him first, that means instead of me calling my girlfriend when there's an issue, I should call the Lord. I need to call on God for help. I need to fill my thoughts with God's desires. Have you ever been watching a movie and while you're watching a movie, you're just like, uh. I don't know if this is really good for my spirit. 
question ever comes up, go ahead and turn it off. Just turn it off. Don't keep watching it. You know, be like, well, maybe that was just that scene. Turn it off. Young people, push pause. Y'all better pay attention to the music y'all listen to. You understand me? I ain't playing. Now, this is not even in my notes, but I need you to know this, that when the enemy fell, because he did fall, well, he didn't really fall. He kind of got, when he got kicked out, you do know what he was in charge of, correct? Tell me what he was in charge of. Say it again. Say it again. So you better be careful what you listen to because he knows that words come into our minds. Okay. And so if you watching a, a singing a song that talks about money, 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 then guess what you always thinking about? Money. Okay. Unpause. Now look at here. Older people, y'all already know that. So I really shouldn't say it. Okay. But pay attention to the music that you are listening to because it's coming into your soul. It's coming into your spirit. I don't care anything about the sound. Trust me, there is enough gospel rap, gospel hard rock, gospel soft music, gospel jazz. The gospel is in lyrics of songs. Find those so that your mind and your desires are on him seeking him first. Take his character in the patterns of your life. So I have to tell you all in real time, in real time, within 24 hours, the Lord has spoken to me and I'm walking into obedience. I told this story in the first service, but since then, God has already given me confirmation and solidified it. So I have a stepdaughter and my stepdaughter has a dog. Oh, let me give you a little bit of backstory first. Okay, backstory. So you know how Sarah in the Bible, she called her husband something and miracles came. Who knows that story? Anybody? Nobody. I know somebody here knows that story. What was she calling her husband? What was it? Lord, King. Lord and King. It was Lord. It wasn't King. Well, and got that wrong, Bonnie. Maybe that's why your miracles are not happening. Anyway, so I have been just, you know, like, Jesus, I could use a miracle. So I'm going to start calling my husband King. So I've been calling him King. Okay. And so I said, yes, King, what was it that you like? Hi, good morning, King. Okay. And so at first it was, Bonnie, why are you calling me that? I said, because Sarah got miracles and I need miracles in my life. Anybody in here need miracles? Y'all laugh around, but when you see miracles happening, you're going to know it's because I called my husband King. But now I need to switch it to Lord because I was wrong. Anyway. So back to what's happening right now. My stepdaughter asked my husband if she could drop her dog off at my house, our house. Now, if you know me, you know I don't like animals. So I'm so sorry, pet lovers. Close your ears for a moment. No, keep them open, okay? It is what it is. I don't like dogs. I don't like cats, okay? Now, if I come to your house and ring the doorbell and I hear the hoo, 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 I just start praying, Jesus, please, please, Lord, please let them put that dog away. I'm not in the mood. I don't feel like it because, you know, dogs can sense how you feel about them. And I don't like them and they may sense that and then we have an issue. 
So my stepdaughter has a dog, and it's a big dog. When it walks by you, it, you can feel it. That's, that's way too big for me, okay? So she asked my husband, can you keep the dog? Well, my husband said yes. He didn't quite talk to me about it, but he said yes, okay? So when he told me about it, I was like, what? Yes, Coach O'Day, I'm going to say, what? Wait, what? They talk about me. They say when I do that and I shake my head, what? Well, yes, I do. Coach O'Day, you're correct. I was like, so you just said the dog could come in our house? Um, you know, of course, I'm thinking in my mind, choking my brain, this ain't gonna work. I, my shoes, if that thing gets in my closet, I don't have time for this. Like, am I supposed to go to sleep and just fall asleep with the thing just sitting there looking at me? I don't even know what's gonna happen. Like, I, 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 I don't think this is gonna work. My couch is white, I'm just, I'm not down for this. I just don't think this is gonna happen. But I didn't say anything, okay? So, well, actually, I said something, but I didn't say no. So then my husband and I were watching Caesar, Caesar Million, is that his name? The Dog Whisperer? I love him, okay? I love watching it. I don't like dogs, but I love watching the show. So we're watching the show, and of course, every show is about a dog who doesn't know what they're supposed to do, and he comes in and trains it and trains the humans. So I'm watching the show, and I'm just like, Jesus, this ain't gonna work. This dog thing ain't gonna work. This ain't gonna work. And so remember how I told you it can cause you to act you know, badly towards other people. Okay. I just looked at Matt and I was like, the dog can't come. It can't come. I'm so sorry. The dog can't come. It's like, Vonda, I'm trying to do this for such and such. I'm trying. I was like, I know, but I just, I just, mm -mm, no, can't happen. Okay. So I just stopped, went on about life, went on about life. And that evening I was preparing for bed, brushing my teeth and everything. And as I'm praying for my husband, because women, if you don't pray for your husbands, you should be Okay, they are the leaders of your home. And that's actually what came up in the prayer. So I was praying and I'm praying for my husband and the Lord said, so you're a king, huh? I was like, mm-hmm, Lord, yeah, I'm expecting a miracle, but you're not gonna let him lead with the dog. <laughs> well, Jesus, I just, you know, I don't like dogs and I just, I don't know how, are you gonna let him lead? Well, yes, but the dog, I just, <laughs> I already met the dog and the dog didn't seem like it was trained enough for my liking. I just, are you going to let him lead? Yes. Yes, I am, Lord. Now, Lord, you know I don't like dogs. I really don't want to have this dog in my house, but Jesus, please, let this go well. I'm going to trust you and not the dog. I'm going to trust you and not even my husband. I'm going to trust you. Well, you all, this morning, I told the story. And now all of us have things that we choke our brains over, okay? Those of you who love dogs, this seems so simple. Not to me. This is very real to me. And this morning, before church service started when we were singing about needing the Lord, I was saying, God, I, I just, I just don't, this dog. <laughs> and the Lord, the Lord said, didn't I make you to have dominion over animals? I said, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did, Lord. Vonda, you have dominion over animals. Yes, you do. You, yes, Lord, thank you. Thank you.
went on with service, gave this. And at the time this morning, I said, now, y'all, I don't know what's going to happen. So be praying for me. It's happening this weekend. I asked everybody to pray for me. Okay. When service was over, Pastor Ronnie came right over here and he prayed directly for me. I was like, God, thank you. Then someone else came and said that the Lord spoke to them about dominion in general. Dominion, the word came up. And I said, thank you so much for sharing that with me because I do have dominion and I need each and every one of you. And my husband is here to witness. I'm going to have a good time with that dog. You understand me? Next weekend, I'm going to have a good time. I'm not going to be fearful. I'm not going to choke my brain during the whole week that is happening because God has given me dominion over this dog. If I seek ye first, right? The kingdom of God. Now this, you may say, Father, this ain't got nothing to do with the kingdom of God. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because I'm seeking the Lord and I'm saying, I will not be afraid. I am not going to choke my brain over something that is not even here. I am going to trust in you because your word is your word and I can believe it. I can stand on it. I can by faith walk in it. And so I am. So if you want to, now listen, I won't be here next Sunday to hear the testimony because I'll be out of town, but I will be here the following Sunday and I'm going to have a testimony for you all that the weekend went well in Jesus name because I'm seeking him first. I'm walking in obedience to my husband because my husband is trying to help the girl. Okay. I was just thinking, giving her money and put the dog somewhere, (laughs) but that's okay. That's okay. Because he's leading, I am following, and I am going to have a good weekend. Why? Because I am seeking God first. You all, our personal relationship is in competition all the time with things, people, goals, places, everything. But we can seek God first. And we can walk in obedience to who God is and what God is asking of us. As simple as, and this don't even have anything to do with the dog. I hope you all know that. This has something to do with me allowing my husband to be the head of my household. That's what this is about. And I need to walk in obedience of that and watch the Lord add things to me. Because not I'm waiting for it, but it simply says it. We have to, as Christian people, because he's talking to Christians, we have to make the decision. Are you going to believe the word or not? Are you going to trust in the Lord or not? Are we going to stand on his promises or not? I've tried thee or not. It didn't work well for me. I am trying to stand on the Lord. Worship team, you guys can come on out. A couple of years ago, not a couple of years ago, excuse me, multiple years ago, I was in a situation where I was in need of something. If you notice, I never talked about clothes or food the way the scripture does. Where we are right now in our life, food and clothing actually come very easy to us. However, what God is saying is, Do not choke your brain out 
about things that are happening in life, in your personal lives. Trust in me, seek me. And in this time in my life, I was needing another car. There was a situation where my husband had purchased a car and it had a six CD changer, um, heat in the seats, a sunroof, you name it, it had it. And when he purchased the car, he allowed me to drive it, which I was really, really excited about. You all don't know this, but I love cars. I'm the girl who drives and says, my car, my car, my car, my car. Okay, I love cars. Well, he and I had separated in that time and he took the car, which he should have. He bought the car, okay? But it left me with one car and a teenage girl that I was sick and tired of taking around and it just wasn't gonna work. She needed her own car. So I started saving money because I like to do things proactively. I don't like to have a lot of debt. So I started putting money aside for a car. I put it aside, put it aside, put it aside. And I had a nice chunk that was put aside for me to go and buy a car. And the Lord said, you know that money that you're saving for, Vonda? I want you to give it to this particular church because they're starting a new church and they need chairs in their sanctuary. And yes, Coach O'Day, it was one of those, wait, what? Moments. You want me to do what? Now, I'm a preacher's kid, so tithe and offering is back of the hand, like I got it. I don't even think about it. It's not mine, it's not mine. I personally feel like I'm robbing the Lord and I'm not going down to be the robber of the Lord. So I just do it, okay? But this was new. This ain't got my ties. This is not my offering. You want me to give, Lord, you do know I need a car. So do you know what I did? On the check memo, I wrote, Lord, I need a car. <laughs> and I gave it to the church. Well, you all, he superseded what I thought. Little did I know, he was speaking to another family. And the family came to me and said, Vonda, I feel like the Lord is telling us we need to buy a car for you. Now you have to get this. When they brought me the car, the car was navy blue. That's my favorite color. The car was an SUV and I already told the Lord, I can't afford an SUV because the insurance and it's a gas guzzler. This was in 2012. It had a six CD changer. It had a sunroof. It had cooling and heating in the seats. You all, it had everything. And to this day, it still brings tears to me. Because what he was saying is, Vonda, seek me. I got you. I just now said goodbye to that car. I named my cars. Yes, I'm the clown. No pets, but I named my car. And I named her Faithful. And she was just that. But she was faithful because he was faithful. And little did I know, get this. There was an affluent man, a rich man. For y'all that don't know that word. A rich man in Franklin 
who had a daughter and she was moving to West Virginia to go to college. So you all, the SUV, which was an infinity, had everything top of the line. She was the first owner, I was the second. She had everything. But when the Lord said, Vonda, will you do this? He didn't tell me, he didn't say, hey Vonda, I need you to give this money, but don't worry, I got a car for you. He didn't say that. He said, Vonda, I need this money. It needs to go to this church. But what about the car, Lord? You do know sometimes that's what he'll do. Oh, Jesus, I need an answer before I write this check. Obedience is what God is asking from us. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will be added. Stand to your feet. If you've been choking your brain out, you don't have to. You don't have to. You can actually bring it to Him. This word is a word for Christians, not the pagans, it's us. So as the worship team comes, I'd like for you You don't have to think long and hard because it's right there on the tip of your brain. But that thing you've been worrying about, lay it down. You don't have to do that. You don't have to mess up the insides of your body. You don't have to have ill relationships with others. You can develop your trust in the Lord. As we seek Him first, He will add all our needs, all our wants, and in the same time, draw you closer to Him. Those of you who are gonna minister, if you'd come up, please. We have staff here that would love to pray with you. If you choose not to come down to staff, come down and pray because God is here. He's right here, but you can lay down those things that are choking your brain out and give them to Him.